All right, everybody, welcome to episode, I believe this is episode 13, but I hope it's not unlucky, episode 13 of the Potentiation Podcast, and today's episode is a little different. Hi, everybody on IG Live, because we're on Instagram, and we're going to talk about stress a little bit today. Obviously, I got my buddy Malik here, longtime friend, personal trainer, goes by Aesthetic Dreamer on Instagram, and we've, we've had a podcast before, um, but I don't think we had the full time to really chat about everything I think we had planned. Um, I've had a couple people on my Instagram uh, stories ask me on, um, or I've asked them, what should I talk about, you know, on my next podcast or maybe on an IG live? And stress was one of the topics that came up. Um, obviously, it's been a stressful week uh, for everybody, uh, pretty much in America. But uh, Malik, how are you? First and foremost, how how has everything been? It's good, man. It's funny we bring up the topic of stress. This couldn't be a more stressful time, right? Um, where my online business is is growing, um, where my network is expanding, mm-hmm. and the demands of the entrepreneurial lifestyle are are that in itself just demanding. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm yeah. trying to keep up with myself in regards to time by just maximizing on my time management, but. I, I've been really honing in on the fact that you mentioned that is, is stress and I've been realizing that that's kind of one of the major factors that's holding me back in a way from whether it's doing certain things or completing certain tasks or um, just overthinking certain things. So right, definitely right. a good topic to bring up today. So yeah, we're going to spend the next you know 12 to 15 minutes just going really in depth on it. And for anybody who joins on IG Live who wants to ask us a question, you can. But don't worry if you don't make it in time. Uh, it's a weird time of day, it's like five o'clock in the afternoon. So this will be posted on Instagram as a IGTV for anybody who wants some insight on what we're going to talk about. But uh, you mentioned getting really, really busy with work, which in theory is a good thing. Yeah, always. Like you're always excited about that. But but um, I think one thing that can kind of overtake somebody when they get a new influx of work is that they feel like, at least for the first like two to three months, they can't stop. So yeah. so so are you? My my question for you is: Do you do you recognize that? Because that's like a precursor to stress. Is like overworking yourself I guess yeah. uh, are you are you able to recognize that or is that something you're still working on where, that, where are you in that part yeah I mean that's a big part of the personal journey is that self-awareness yeah. um, knowing yeah. when to keep yourself in check yeah I've been a big culprit of overworking myself right. um, and right. then doing too many too many things almost and then not even getting enough done right so for me um, the best approach that I've been taking is actually setting like the time for what everything I need to, to get done, like like down to a T. And that kind of can become a little bit crazy. But at the same time, for me, it's 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 helped me to manage myself yeah. in a way that I never have been able to do before. Yeah. Because now I know what to expect. And every time somebody something hits the table, it just goes and it's like an assembly line now. So it's it's just it's becoming a, a well-oiled machine. It takes time. Yeah. Um, but I do set, set the tone for like the day. You know, I have to wake up early in order to get all of these things done. Right. right. Um, and setting that time frame for work, letting yourself know like, hey, this is when I'm going to stop. This is when I'm going to begin. Yeah. If you don't, then you're going to keep going. Because we don't, if you're, we have an innate desire, one, to, to just be successful, right, yeah. as human beings. So yeah. we're just going to keep pushing the envelope. Um, and we might not eat. We might not sleep. Yeah. Right. We might not drink water. So yeah. it's like all of those things um, are affecting our mental health, our capacity to, to be better and to make a bigger impact. So, you know, maximizing that time frame and saying like, hey, this is when I'm going to turn it off. This is when I'm going to leave it on. Yeah. Um, that's one of the most important parts. Something that I think was buried in the first part of your answer was like you mentioned, the feeling of not doing enough. Yeah. Which is 
like in and of itself a problem because of the simple fact, and I'm, I'm super guilty of this, anybody who's watching who's wondered, uh, you know, maybe looks at my IG and thinks everything's all fine and dandy, it's not, is because I trick myself, I think, sometimes into thinking that I haven't done enough. When I've actually done a lot, like, yeah. do, do you feel like that happens yeah, to you? Yeah, of course, like, always. Like, you're actually doing a lot, but your mind is still telling yourself, no, no, this isn't, this, like, that's just kind of one of those, I guess, natural reactions, right? Yeah, like, for sure. To, to, to not know what is enough. Yeah. Um, what are, you know, obviously, um, in terms of, we know that exercise is a huge stress reliever, um, hence why we both, you know, preach that to our clients and stuff. What is a, um, you know, in terms of fitness, if, if you had to kind of give an elevator pitch for something to do exercise wise to get stress away in terms of like a method of working out, like what's your go-to like recommendation? Like, uh, I always tell people like, just, just try to move, but sometimes yeah. I feel like that's too vague of an answer. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, you always want to set an intention, right? Yeah, so, yeah. um, you know, movement, it, it can be vague, but at the same time, it's not like, set it doesn't have to be um something that's requiring a, a tremendous amount of effort on your part right, right. like yeah for me it, it's literally breathing um yeah that's the that's the thing that grounds me um i tell people that breathing and i tell all my clients the same thing is, is one of the key components to grounding yourself remaining balanced and and just um keeping yourself whole uh breathing controls your happiness it controls your sadness right every every emotional response your your heart rate goes up or down right or you know we're we're uh, always responding to the stimuli so um for the most part you know i say start to work on that breathing mm -hmm. and then try to find things that actually make you feel fulfilled regarding movement like it could be running it could be walking yeah um i tell all of my clients to take a walk in the first like uh part of their day or at the end of the day yeah. to either reflect um, or to, to begin to prepare, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, getting into a walk, breathing, those are some of the key components that I use. It's not even training half of the time. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I think, too, that I, I feel like a lot of people don't always correlate is the, the relationship between food and stress mm. and how some food can lead to more stress. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm certainly not a nutrition expert. I'm certainly also not a... Um, psychology expert so i don't know that some food can cure stress uh but but do you feel like um here's my question for you this is probably actually kind of out of left field but do you have like a random comfort food or maybe like a random comfort meal that uh you know maybe also healthy too like what's oh your, that might be healthy oh. so that's that was the tough part uh, i thought it was going to be something yeah, bad because everybody has this that. is coming He's from the guy who brought oreos over to my apartment the that's, other day that's not for the podcast <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about that no but um yeah i mean if you can't i'll, I'll give you a break i guess yeah. if, if you can't think of an easy uh, a healthy food uh give me your top three just regular comfort foods no no shade um i would say like a peanut butter and jelly goes a long way for me. Okay. No lie. It's just easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and not, just, not on. It's like a really. classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And it's like a classic meal, like very nostalgic when you yeah. think about like your childhood and like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. That's just a good go to. You don't exactly. have to ask anybody to yeah. make that. Fills you up. Um, right. And then I'd probably say <laughs> raisin bran um, and oatmeal. Those okay. are like the, the other two go to snacks for me. Yeah. 
I, I feel like it's all it's always got to be a food that fills you up. Like yeah, exactly. Those are, yeah, more wholesome. Just just there's there's some sort of correlation. Again, not a psychologist here, but there is some sort of correlation with just being full and being yeah. content at the same time. Um, funny because you know sometimes stress can be associated with like a feeling of emptiness. So yeah. I think that is like something really important that uh, you know when you're kind of feeling down, like especially in these times where we're inside all the time if you're not um totally sure what to do sometimes not always but sometimes eating is a good answer um what is something that i I think you know because we're in the new year it's 2021 this is my first podcast of 2021 by the way so thank you to everybody who's tuning in but what is your um stress relief 2021 goal like we talked about things that we need to work on personally um is there something uh relating to dealing with stress that you're per, uh, right now getting better at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm learning to, in moments of stress, remind myself like what is happening and why it's happening. Right. So what are the factors that are playing uh, playing in on this stress? Like, what can I do to one cope with it and to manage it a little bit better? Yeah. Uh, the one of the things that I, I I suffer from is extreme anxiety. A lot of the times, I'm overwhelmed because I'm thinking about it too much. Yep. I'm thinking that I have too many tasks at hand, and then I'm. I'm looking at them as a whole and not breaking them down. So you know, breaking some of my goals down, some of my um, you know, my my work uh, my work things that I need to get done, um, yep. breaking those things down, and then just trying to just slow down, be be present. Yeah. Um, that that's a big factor in trying to get through everyday life is actually being present. How many times are we trying to have a conversation and we're thinking about something else? How many times are we in the middle of a training session? I just talked about this with somebody, one of my friends. We're in yeah. the middle of a training session and. We can't focus because we've got stress from our family. We've got stress from our girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah. Um, we've got stress from work. Like All it's just thoughts. being in that moment. Yeah. And then learning to like handle it after. Right. Right. Like because you can't do anything about it at that time. So you have to work through what's happening, and then manage it after. I think it's interesting too because do you meditate by the way? Oh yeah, of course. Because that yeah. is very what you kind of just touched on. It's very like in in Buddhist perspective, very like what they require you to not require, but what they encourage you to search for yeah. is like analyzing things as they come into your head, not with feelings attached to them, which is like yeah. really really hard to do. So like said, breaking down your day piece by piece and be like, here's what I have to do. Like you're not you're not you're not thinking of here's what I have to like dreading it. You're just putting it in front of you and yeah. saying, this is what it is. And then this is how I'm going to tackle it. And then, you know, you just put things in line, like, like ducks in a line. Yeah. Um, I really actually liked the idea of, of just taking your time to, to sift through it and, and not, uh, getting overwhelmed by all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I really, I've been trying to meditate more myself and I feel like the more, the easier it is to kind of detach yourself from, the emotion of a task, uh, the more the less stressful it can be. Yeah. That being said, that takes a lot of practice. Of like, course. yeah, I think. What? How long have you been, you know, meditating? Been for? meditating like, lo- I'd probably say since the end of last year into okay. this year, yeah. just consistently. Like where I'm reminding myself to just sit down for a moment, be present, close my eyes. Right. Um. I don't have. I'm not looking to go anywhere. Right. In my head, I'm just looking to just be, breathe pay attention to how my body feels yep. um, and just feel relaxed, feel present, feel balanced. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, just the presence, be, being present is such an interesting thing. Um, it's hard for me to describe what it feels like because I, I haven't been meditating as long, but but I've been trying to put a definition to that feeling. Um, all I know is that, you know, 
once you're able to free yourself from the ability of thinking about things that are either in the past or in the future, right? Because that's most of our distractions, like what just happened and what's going yeah. to happen. That's also yeah, most of, of our stress. That's most of our stress. Uh, but if you can think about what's going on right now, like all I'm thinking about is this podcast. I'm in the zone. I'm having fun I'm with my boy. Yeah. That, that That is super, super relaxing. Um, of course, I got things to do after this, so I'm trying not to think about it. But but you get the idea, right? Like yeah. we're, 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 we're creating a little bit of time for ourselves right in the moment. Yeah, for um, sure. If you're trying to... What, what's the toughest scenario you've had either with yourself or with a client when it comes to like the complete opposite of what we just talked about where it's like oh this problem is too big and i and i can't tackle it like what if you could pull like if you could if you could have an example of something you've just kind of like pulled out of nowhere to cope with a big big problem like uh what was that um, like for you what was it and what was it like for you you know, you know, it's funny. Uh, I say to keep yourself in check. Yeah. That's the one thing that um, helps me. Yeah. I I did that <laughs> in a short term when I was having moments of stress because like business was piling up and yeah. um, I was trying to do too much. Like I say, I always try to do too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my, my girlfriend at the time, I think we were, you know, we, we had a conversation or two and I found myself losing my, um, like, my patience, patience, you know, yeah. in, the, in those moments. Yeah. And it was because I was so stressed out that I was not dealing with it well. I wasn't managing it well. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I made a, I literally made a checklist and I, I said every time I have a, an emotional impulse control, whether it's in my relationship, in my career, um, in the gym, when I'm frustrated, anytime I have an emotional impulse that um, leaves stress, I'm gonna write it down and I'm gonna keep track of that. And yeah. then I'm gonna ask myself why that happened and I'm gonna ask myself how I can prevent that next time. Yeah, and it sounds crazy, but it's like when we write things down, we set intention, and I'm huge on that. Yeah. So writing them down automatically, you're setting the intention to like find out the why and investigate yourself, right. and now you're on more of a personal journey and personal development. Yeah. And that's what we're always striving for is to just be a better person. That way, we can have a better impact, right, or a bigger impact. You really took the words right out of my mouth because I was going to say my hobby or my best example of, of like really getting over the hump was when I started um, just writing stuff down. Yeah. Um, it started as actually it started as as my schedule for the day which is weird. I felt it I thought to myself for a second and I was almost like kicking myself. I was like why haven't I like had a planner in the past? Like you know we had planners yeah. in high school but I didn't, I didn't really use it and I, I feel like you know looking back maybe I should have um, I wasn't trying to beat myself to, too much for it, but when I started writing my schedule down just in like a regular old notebook, uh, things really got like, I kind of gamified it. Yeah. Like I got more engulfed in wanting to complete every task for every day. And if I didn't do it, you know, that was like, I'm a little bit down on myself, but I'm trying to at least do a little bit better each day. That's true. Each day. So that was like, um, what we had a, I think one of back in when I was at college in college at City College we had a, a speaker come to speak to like a group of the student athletes and that yeah. was one of the things he told us and I don't know I don't remember the guy's name but I just know he was really really good at tennis at one point and it stuck so it's it's crazy how you know if you're looking at this podcast for advice on anxiety like just just know you know even though we're not experts on this stuff, I feel like you can get advice from anybody. And, uh, you know, if you decide it, it's going to work. It yeah. works in my case with the, uh, with the schedule stuff. And in general, like you said, just writing things down, whether it's like feelings, 
yeah. how I felt today, keeping a journal, like all that stuff. I, I hugely agree. It's probably my number one, like way to zap yeah. anxiety and things. It's like a that. release at the end of the day. I mean, we're, we're stuck in our heads all the time, right? So like if you've got everything up here, if you can't get it out, right, this is energy that we're creating in thought, right, and manifestation. If we can't get that out, yeah, then how are we going to handle it? How are we going to deal with it? Yeah. So getting it out on paper allows you to now make it concrete. Now it's real. Yeah. Now you're not overthinking of it because you you know it's real. It's in front of you. And you're literally yeah, you're facing it. You're yeah. Facing how can you manage it? You're yeah. facing it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That that's if you go into 2021 doing anything, just like start facing things, yeah. right? Like in regards to this stress, these issues that lead to stress. Yeah. I agree. Uh, on a closing note, what do you think uh, is your? Hmm. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> what do you think is your most? Um, what's your best success story from like coming from a client who was maybe once really stressed out, or maybe just once was in a bad place that you took them out of? Uh, on the last podcast, we kind of talked about like how you were once in a really bad place and, and fitness and, and working out in general brought you out of it. But um, without naming names, of course, do you have an example of like a client who was maybe really down on their luck and uh, maybe you told them one or two things or maybe a habit of yours stuck with them and they picked it all up? Yeah, I mean, um, I guess showing up probably yeah. is, is the biggest thing when it comes to, you know, like fitness, right? And um, that can be a huge stress. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it into, I guess, the, the fitness sense because you, you asked. And yeah, yeah. fitness is a huge stress for most people. Yeah. It's an inconvenience for a lot of people, a right? task, right? Um, yeah, it's a lot to ask. So like when you ask that of yourself, you're asking a lot of yourself, especially if you're stepping out of your comfort zone. So yeah. for most of my clients, I would say that come into the training um, the training realm and, and the fitness realm. was just it, the, That was the start of it. That's, that's the start of it. Like yeah. it's just showing up um, and knowing that there's battles that you're going to face ahead um but but just knowing that like you have somebody now with you yeah i preach that like i'm you know i'm with you all the way like i'm with you from start to finish and we're going to get through this together right like it's it's the coaching experience like with me and i would probably say for a lot of coaches it's more of um you're a mental health therapist as well as a a pt right it's such a big way because we're having this lasting impact on these people and we're um engaging with them in a way that is so personal it's so intimate I consider myself lucky uh, to have worked with a couple of like former athletes, you know, that yeah. obviously don't play sports anymore, but haven't had a coach in the past. It makes my job a little easier. Um, so I definitely have a lot of respect for you just being able to deal with people who've never had a coach before. Uh, yeah. That's a completely, like you said, they're diving into a totally new journey. So yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, I, a great pointer there. Obviously, I, I think that, you know, just, you know, so I'm certainly not all about, um, rewarding very very little effort or what they call participation trophies but but at the same time like you do need to congratulate you know slowly but surely and and keep reinforcing that positive behavior because otherwise um like you said those people who've never had a coach before might burn out a little bit quicker than people who who have have lacked that kind of motivation in the past but and i know we can both say i mean if you show up with us the results are going to be there because we're we're just we're going to put you through it little shameless plug here yeah exactly (laughs) Um, but that is our little Ted talk, if you will, on stress. Uh, we're going to be trying to do this every, maybe every couple of weeks, uh, hopefully, and, and just hop on IG live. Uh, I saw some people tune in 
and thank you for listening for as long as you did. I didn't get any questions or maybe I just didn't see any on the screen, but hopefully you guys learned a little bit about stress, how we deal with it um, from a personal training standpoint, what it is that makes um, us and our clients tick yeah, um, and how we use fitness to kind of uh, help phase out anxiety. That's a big reason uh, me and Noah are involved in Paper Bag Mass, but... I'm going to let you guys go. I got to go. I'm starting to get hungry. I know you got a class coming up. Yeah. Uh, Malik, remind them where they can find you um, if they're looking to contact you, train with you, see your yeah, IG, whatever. Sure. Um, so you can find me at underscore aesthetic dreamer on Instagram. Um, on Twitter, it's actually at the vegan dreamer because I'm vegan and aesthetic dreamer was taken. So we had a you know, transition Tweaks into something things. different. And right. then on YouTube, obviously, I'm going to start having content come out there weekly um, starting actually this week. So I'll be dropping my first YouTube video in about a year um, in the next couple of days. So there stay we tuned go. for that, guys. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, anybody who didn't catch it um, on IG Live, don't worry. It's also going on um, Apple Podcasts. So yeah, let's go. this has been the Potentiation Podcast episode. I believe it's 13, but maybe it's 14. I don't know. Peace. Thank you.